0: This is episode number 254 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig William. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another live episode here from the elusive Homeowner Show studios. elusive. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Kevin? Oh, man, I'm good. I actually... uh, I just got back from a whole other country. Whole other country. Whole other country. We are different uh, homeowners in those countries. We, you know what? It's it's very different. <laughs> we uh took a group down to Honduras uh-huh. to uh to do some mission work down there and uh man, it is uh it's a different it's a different place, man. I, you know, it definitely definitely gives you some perspective on where we live and um you know some of the things that we're afforded each and every day, like little things like electricity, like running water. <laughs> you know things that yeah seem like a, a no brainer for us, and things that are just a something else that we always have is a is an absolute luxury in areas down there. So um, yeah, so that's do what's you, do you cool. want to uh, confess your illicit activity in no. in said foreign country? I don't know what you're talking about. There wasn't some uh, <laughs> some some border shenanigans. I don't well, I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a uh, is there a consulate to the uh, the Honduran government here in Houston? I doubt it. Okay, and even if there is, <laughs> I, I, I can I can tell you about some stuff we saw. And <laughs> we had fun. No. I just really I just want to you know draw a suspicious eye to the uh, the world of the internet, right on you. Well, I'll just put it this way: like there are certain places that it's pretty easy to get into other countries. Okay, all right. Not that you would ever do any such thing. Why would we? Right. I mean, what's, what's what's the benefit? I mean, unless you just need to have lunch in another place <laughs> and just say that you did, maybe. So that's, that's that's your defense is like, why would I ever do such a thing? Right. As that. Right. Yeah. What, what what's the point <laughs> you're like an actor um, what's my motivation right you tell me <laughs> but but I will say this like <laughs> we, so we had a group with us and uh, we were coming back in the country and uh going through customs I was like now if anybody asks we've only been in one country <laughs> and this one kid it's with me he goes Oh, except for that one time. Remember that one time whenever we did that one thing, and then no, did the, no one like, remembers that <laughs> exactly. <And> if, you, <laughs> if you say that, we're all going to leave you here. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I told him, I said, I said, look, here's the deal. We're still not in America. <laughs> you think that we're in America? We are not. Write your memoirs <laughs> in twenty years, kid. <laughs> That's right. I said we are still not in the United States of America. If, uh, like, here's the deal. If you uh-huh. went to Nicaragua uh-huh. while on this trip. That's fine. That's right. I didn't. We didn't do a thing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was straight up sell you out, kid. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, look, you better call your mama or somebody because I'm not taking this for you. <laughs> so I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'll be doing a lot better once my water heater gets replaced. Uh-oh. Yeah. What? What? Did, did it start leaking? Or? It started leaking. Uh, that's typically like how you know your water heater is going out. And it, it just starts leaking. It just starts leaking. Yeah. So like we, we it, it's in my opinion, it's like in the worst place. Like it's on the second floor. Why do they, why in the world do they do that? I mean, why is anything the way it is in my house? I don't, I don't know. Well, that's true. But like so many people, especially in the Houston area, have their water heater up in the attic. In the attic. That's the one that, that gets me. I don't get that I have had I'm not kidding, man. I have had five different customers now who have gone on vacation and come back home to their homes completely flooded, yeah, and the the water's just, like it just decided to start leaking the day they left right and it ran the whole time, yep. destroyed the home, yep, and they were out of their house for six months yep and and here's the deal and like every time it's because it's the water heaters in the attic, yeah, and it, here's the deal I mean like the, the problem is you don't know your Water heater is going to go bad. I mean, you don't, I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, it's going to sure. rust out. It's going to happen. So whenever it does, the smart thing to do is to put a, uh, like a like a water detector on it. One of like those leak detector things? Yeah, one of those leak detector yeah, yeah, yeah. things. But the problem is the majority of those are just a beep. That's yeah. all that happens. They start beeping. So that if you're in the house, you can be like, hey, what's that beeping? And you go explore where the beeping is. You find out, hey, I got water in the pan, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're gonna spend the money to get a Wi-Fi one, don't waste your money. Sure, like, like just, just gonna beep, just gonna, yeah, like, especially if you're going out of town, right? Like, I know that the leak detectors are still good, but even if you're gonna be out of town for the weekend, like, I'm headed out out to Dallas or something for the weekend, right? Like, something's gonna happen, so I don't understand putting it in the attic, man. I don't I, get me it. either. Like, and it, like, it freaks me out every time I go open one and I see like three of them.
1: Yeah. I'm like oh my
0: gosh yeah you just I mean like, how would you even know if it is leaking? Uh, you wouldn't know no you wouldn't know no until it like just has destroyed your insulation comes through yeah. comes through the roof yeah. yeah so anyway the so we we caught it early good um and what I what, you yeah. know not. I, I, I told you before, we're getting it replaced. We're having to have some... Part of the reason it's it's going to be the price that it is is because we're having to have some, uh, some work done to the plumbing adjacent to the water heater in order to make it work because oh. like everything else that was done in our house prior to us getting here, it was done by a cockeyed drunk. <laughs> and... <laughs> Not done properly. <laughs> like the, the guy, the guy was out here today and he's like, Yeah, I haven't seen a gas connection like that in like over 30 years. And I'm mm. like, Oh, that sounds about right. He oh, probably gosh. like tore it out of a house that had been demoed back in the 50s. Of I'm like, course. This'll work. This'll work. Yeah. So anyway, I asked him, I was like, Hey, I mean, what if we were interested in going with tankless? Oh, yeah. It's a great question. I mean, the problem with that is you have to have a three quarter inch line coming in. That was the problem. <laughs> It's always the problem. He's yep. got, got a half inch, right? He's got a half inch. Yep. Yep. So couldn't do it. So, <laughs> of course not. But here's the thing, man. Like I, I told you how much the one that we're getting is going to be. Yeah, that was actually shot, and I've talked I'm, about this for just a moment because I was like, "What, like $1,500? dollars I'm not. I'm not mentioning the price just because our friends Paul the plumber are taking care of it for us. I don't sure. want. I don't want people to think that that's going to be the price. I don't know that that's their normal price. It's more or, than I expected it to be. Yeah. I'll put it there. So sure, but I think that's because of all the additional work on top of just installing the water heater. Seems reasonable to um, me, and it, I, I would imagine it's going to be quite a bit of work. Yeah, um, the tankless was going to be over six grand. Ooh, if, and that, that was like, and he was like, we can't do it, but it would be this Ugh. much. <laughs> because is, is that, is that to do like the, the kind that has the returns and everything to where it stays hot all the time? Oh yeah. yeah, because, yeah. I mean, there, there's, ways think, I think, to just, I think they ju- typically install the Renai. Well, those are the best. So, I mean, those are, those are the best. They, they, they're the most reliable. They're the name brand. Right. They, they you know, everywhere you have a water source, they've got the hot water return, so that you're constantly getting hot yeah. water immediately. Have you have you seen these tiny electric source water heaters? Yeah, I mean they just go like at the yeah, just like underneath right under, underneath the sink. Yeah, they're like thirty bucks a piece or something. Uh, they're a little bit more than that. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, I mean, they're they're like a hundred bucks. Okay, but I mean, but it gives you instant heat, right? You don't have to run a second supply line. Yeah. You just have to have the one cold water supply line to the sink, uh-huh. and then it's you can wire it off from there uh-huh. into hot and cold just underneath the sink. I mean that it, it makes a lot of sense, especially if you're doing like new construction add-ons, new, and yeah. stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that S- and saves that a lot of money. Saves a lot of money because you're not having to trench new pipe, right? You know. Yeah, and, and, it, and honestly, I mean, most of the time those are like little powder rooms and things like that that you're yeah. adding on. Like if that, you're trying to do like a shower, I don't obviously probably recommend not a great it. idea. Yeah, but like if you're just trying to you know wash your face or whatever. Yep, and that's typically where I've seen them is a sink. Yeah. In in like a like a pool bathroom. Yeah. Something like that. Absolutely. You know, and uh, so super smart. Sure. Um. You know, obviously, it's not going to be like a massive seller across the home market. But for those very specific situations like what you're talking about, yeah. we're great. Sure. So anyway, we got a cool show for you guys tonight. We've we've got some some stories in the news, some old, some new uh, that we want to get to. Which which one you want to get to first, Kev? Uh, let's you wanna, go. You want to go in order? Let's go in order. What, so what's yeah. what's what's old, first? Old is first, right? Right. So this this is an interesting one. This happened back in March, I believe, actually here in the Houston area. And and Kevin and I were actually watching the video. So the headline on this, and this is from March 24th of this year, uh, it says, uh, woman claims trespassers moved into her Meyerland rental home and changed her locks. <laughs> sorry. I don't, I don't know where to go with that, where else to go with that other than start laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so the, the way the story goes is this uh, this woman, uh, Linda, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I, I'm going to go, Yang. Uh, uh, own a home in Houston in, uh, South Brazewood, which is a pretty, fairly nice area of Houston. Sure. Um, and the rent on the home is $3,600 a month, right? Jeez. That's it's so much money. It's a lot of money. And honestly, like the house isn't much bigger than mine. No. Um, and I, I don't live in a very big house y'all. Like <laughs> I, I opted for land more than I did house. Sure. Um, So, anyway, they were getting the house, well, the plan was they were getting the house ready to rent. Right. Uh, So, she decided to show up on the property with the landscaping company to get it all straightened up and cleaned up, and she went to go inside the house, and she noticed that there were five people inside that she did not know. Womp womp. Went to the door, (laughs) tried to use her key, which no longer worked. Womp (laughs) womp. So, she called the police. Of course, as you do. The police showed up and said, oh, it's a rental house. This is a civil matter. Sorry, we can't help. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, uh, th- this this is like a nightmare of a story right. for a landlord. Well, I think, and, like, as I dug into the story a little bit more, I think it's actually a nightmare story for both of them. Yeah. So, w- we watched a video uh, of a... The uh, interview. An in- <laughs> of this <laughs> said a, trespasser. A, 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 of <laughs> it's an interview that was... Uh, probably anonymously done. I don't even know who the person was. Yeah, well, but, we can post a link up to it later. Okay, yeah. But basically, this, this interviewer was going, hey, why are you living in someone else's house? Yeah. And she was like, I'm not. Like, I this is the house that we put a lease on. Yep. We have a lease agreement. We paid six grand to get into this lease agreement. Yep. And the lady's going, where's the lease? And she was like, we gave it to the realtor who's the name of the realtor? She's like, you. it's on the lease. You can go find it yourself. And she's like, I'm telling you, the person that owns this home doesn't have a lease from you. Yeah. You know? Well, she was even saying, she's like, I saw the lease. It's not a real lease. Not a real lease. And the lady was trying to explain. She's like, look, we paid six grand. We we moved here from California. I think, I think these people got taken as well. Sure, because what, what's interesting is like the lady goes, we have video of you changing the locks. And the lady's like, I'm done talking to you. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she probably does because we changed the locks. Yeah. But it's because we thought we were supposed to. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. So and the, the whole the whole thing ends, you know, like they, they have like a back and forth, you know, sort of confrontation. On this is like, why are you trespassing? I'm not trespassing, I have a lease, I pay and like you could you can imagine her frustration because like one like you have to imagine in her head she's realizing what's going on, yeah, like I got taken right. The only thing I can fall back on is I have a lease is I have a lease, and I paid somebody six thousand dollars, right, please don't make this worse than it already is, right, you know i it's, and they're and they're unwilling to go, and so like they had to go into uh, what do they call it, um, eviction. Oh yeah, which uh, which that's like that's a that's such like a the, long that, process. That's the last thing that a, that a landlord wants to do is evict someone. Yeah, like, and, and, and so anyone anyone reading this story that doesn't have a home just learned a lesson. Yeah, what do I need to do? I need to figure out a way to get inside and don't come out until I change the locks. Yep. And once I do that, I've probably bought myself three to six months worth of free housing. Right. I mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous, man. And I, I understand why they have protections in place for renters. I really do. But this this kind of stuff is ridiculous. I mean, this is, like, a whole different level of crime. Right. Well, like- I mean, like... in. Like again, like I'm not, I'm not convinced that these people are knowing, knowingly committed no, a crime. That, but well, but the not the person living in the house, right? The person that sold them the lease, yeah, the one who probably was impersonating a real estate agent, yeah, going after six grand off of these people and just being like laughing all the way to the bank, yeah. Which I mean, you like know? that's that's not unheard of to get a deposit. Sure, no for a property. No, if it's thirty six hundred dollars of rent a month. Who knows? Sure, maybe they're going. Look, it's three grand a month, so you're going to have to pay the positive three grand plus the first month up yep. front. Yep. So you give me six grand, and that's totally legitimate. Yeah. And and oh, by the way, the first thing you need to do is you need to change the locks. Like, that's per, and maybe the realtor paid them to to here's here's money to the quote unquote realtor. Here's money. Go change the locks. Right. Yeah. Like. Like if you if you act confidently with a a locksmith, sure you're like oh yeah this is our I represent this property I need you to change the locks right. Dude, real real estate agents call and ask me to do stuff for them all the time for properties they have no vested interest in other than that they're represented in an interested party. Yeah, and they have the authority to do that. Yeah, they're that they and they have protections in place to be able to do that too. Right. You know, yeah, because you it's it's the whole inspection process right. Like you got to get inspected, you got to do this, you got to do yeah. that. It's important. Well, and, and sometimes real estate agents will, I'll be like, hey, do we have permission from the homeowner to be here? And they're like, no, I'm paying for this myself. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very different. <laughs> so it's like, I understand who's paying. Right. I, I don't want to be sued. Right. The, mm-hmm. the difference is I don't want your money. <laughs> I want the homeowner's money. <laughs> I still want to get paid, but by the right legal party. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or at least... You or, know, or written consent. Consent would yeah, be great. That would be great. Yeah. I don't care who pays for it. it Show me the homeowner's okay with it. Yep. You know? Yep. I, so. And and as we all know, <laughs> you're only a homeowner after you get the keys. that's right. That's
1: <laughs> because right. you cannot up until
0: that moment. Do not bring a gas can onto my property. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of things you can't do as a buyer. No, even if like you, they have your offer accepted and yep. all this kind of like you know, it, it gets it gets. But everything like, has to be done. Buyers think they can do all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, and they can't. No. So, but anyway, the the way this the way this ends, she makes it. She makes an interesting argument. She says, if somebody steals your vehicle, then the police would come out and catch them and say you're the thief. We're going to put you in jail. Yeah. Why can't they do the same for the house? That's her question, and, and and she's she's right in that there's more laws protecting renters than there are owners. Yeah. Which, you know, I it, you know, a lot of people understand sort of the like the American uh, way of life to be life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Which I I want to say is Adam, uh, not not Adam, uh, John Locke. Uh, is uh, that, yeah, I think you're right. Is that John Locke? Um, or it could be uh, Adam Smith. I can't remember which one. Uh, you looking it up? I'm looking it up. Huh. Jefferson. No, it's not Jefferson. Jefferson's rough draft. Well, no, Jefferson's the one that said life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes, that's what I thought the you The original asked. phrasing of that was life, liberty, property. Oh. And... Life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness? Or life, liberty, liberty, property only? Life, life liberty, and property. Mm-hmm. I think it's John Locke. Keep talking. I'm going to find this. You're going to find it? Yes. So, anyway, the, the original phrasing was life, liberty, property. No, no, like, the, the original philosophy was life, liberty, property. And John Locke. John Locke. Ha-ha! You're right. Um, anyway... Uh, the idea behind that was, like, these these are as essential rights that everyone has inherently. Yeah. Life, liberty, property. Yep. Jefferson added the pursuit of happiness, um, and that sort of became the American motif. But the original idea was that, like, property ownership, the ability to own property. Yeah. And part of that was because it wasn't a given at his time. No, it, it, what I'm reading here is it says... You know, basically, the idea of being equal and independent, mm-hmm. that no one should be able to harm somebody else with, you know, regard to their life, their health, their liberty, their possessions. Right. And what really that comes down to is that there's this property of a person. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea of the things that it takes for me to be a, a person, you can't harm that. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea. Well, and the extensions of that. Like, yeah. That, this, is, this is why back in the day people took horse and cattle thieves so seriously. That's right. You know, they would hang them. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, with haste. Right. <laughs> well, because I mean, that's, that's their livelihood. It's their stuff. You, yeah, you stole something that allowed that person to live. Right. Right. So anyway, that's, that's what this person's essential complaint is. Like, look, this is my property. And like someone else is using it without my consent, right. without compensation. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right, and it's like well, we'll go through the proper legal channel. Well, the problem is, is that you know, what if what if this is this is this person's first investment property? Oh man, you know, Jeez. and someone squats on it and yep. then sits there for six months, so well, they're paying the mortgage right on that property, right? You know, unless they paid cash somehow, but they're they're more than likely paying the note. Yep, every month, every month. Without and now, now, not only are you not getting paid to pay the mortgage now you're having to go through the eviction process which costs money costs money and not you know time money and all energy Mm -hmm. i mean all of the things that you really need um time money and energy like that's really kind of what you need to run a business and you're spending all of it in order to getting nothing in return getting nothing especially whenever you're doing things in good faith you know. Yep. Like that's the that's the rough part of that is like, look, I'm doing everything right. Why am I being the one punished by it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So well, and then in that same vein, we've we've got this story coming out of Brazil, Russia, India, China, um, and South Africa. Yeah. Uh, that they are about to drop their own currency, their own collaborative currency. Yeah um and the big the the reason uh i don't know i don't know if you saw you were out of the country uh but a lot of cryptocurrency shot up quite a bit after the announcement of this i need to go look (laughs) (laughs) not that much oh man not that much well trust me at this point it's like can i get my investment back (laughs) just what i spent just (laughs) probably not uh you know you know you leave it in there long enough it'll it'll come back it'll come back surely um but anyway so they have decided to collaborate on a a currency the the big hubbub about this one is that it's going to be gold backed yeah um and and for those of you that don't know that if you live in the United States our currency for the longest time was actually based on a gold reserve that was the whole point of uh fort was it Fort Knox yeah or Knox absolutely, um, and that's that's where America stole a large portion of their gold, yeah. Um, but I think it was like in 73 or 74, Nixon took the American currency off the gold standard, right? Um, and it became kind of a petro reserve dollar, mm-hmm. uh, and and so that's kind of how it's been operating ever since then. And everybody uh, that's the thing that's weird about currency to me, man, like everybody just agrees on it, right? That's really all currency. Really is it's unless it is. even if it's backed by gold, like it's still someone agreeing that that piece of paper or uh-huh. that you know coin is got a value to it. Right. I mean, even whenever we go, we were in Honduras. Like, people love getting paid in dollars because over there they're worth it's a like loan. a one to twenty three ratio. Right. Right. So it's it's worth a whole lot. But here, what we're talking about here is they're really trying. With all the things that they're trying to do, the biggest thing is they're trying to dethrow the dollar. Right. That's that, the that is the thing. biggest thing. That's the biggest thing they're trying yeah. to do. So they're they're trying to ep- economically manipulate the United States. That's that's or it. economically take down the United States. That's exactly right. Um, without saying that's what they're doing. And and um, and look, you get a currency that's backed by gold like that between these types of countries that are large. They're barely a, influential, emerging economic powers. Exactly. Yeah, it, it could absolutely do, yeah, what they're hoping it could do. Yeah, and, and, and we bring it up just because, like, it's it has the potential to, uh, you know, we're just done talking about John Locke and life, liberty, and property. It could devalue all of your property, sure, very quickly. Yeah, um, you know, because if all of a sudden the American currency is not worth what it was. That means that the things that you have that you bought with said currency are no longer worth what they were when you bought them. That's right. So that, you know, $300,000 home or a condo that you bought Mm -hmm. could easily be worth $100,000. Absolutely. Overnight. Absolutely. You know, depending on how quickly this currency gets into the ecosystem um, and people begin to use it, people begin to trust it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and with it being backed by gold, it's more likely to have a high level of trust. That's right. Um, you know what currencies used to be called promissory notes. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, it was the case at one point in time that you could take a promissory note to a bank and they would have to give you the gold or the silver certificates attached to that, to that. And they'd have to give you the physical gold That's right. or the physical silver attached to that coin or promissory note. That's right. Um, and you know, that was, that was a huge deal that happened back in the 70s. Sure. Um, Uh, and and the other thing, like, I don't, I don't know. Do you know this? That like when he did that, that he also mandated that it was illegal to possess gold. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's bizarre. Well, I mean, I get it. (laughs) I understand why. Yeah. It's because he wanted to force people to to use the currency. That's right. Um, and so, who's, who's like? It wasn't until pretty recently we were allowed to actually own physical gold again, mm-hmm. other than jewelry. Yeah, sure. Uh, by the way, just putting it out there, it's not just the dollar they're trying to dethrone the euro too. Yeah, but that's just because those are the two biggest powers that there are. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that it's it's a little bizarre that, I mean, w- when I when I think about. And and I'm sure most people in this part of the world that that have good jobs and you know doing fine for themselves would probably say the same thing. All of my goal, I'm mean gold. All of my money is kind of theoretical. Yeah, because what where the majority of my money is is in somebody else's possession on a. Like on a computer, hard drive, on a yeah, yep. on a hard drive somewhere that says you have this money in this money market, you have this money in a savings, you have this money in the checking account, you have this much money that you can put onto a piece of plastic. Like it's all it's all pretty theoretical, and I would bet. Mm-hmm. Again, just a guess here. I would bet that most people have less than a thousand dollars cash on them. I would imagine that. Well, the the number that they keep passing around is that most most American families don't have access to a thousand dollars, right? Month to month, right? Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's that's month to month to month, and and and, and that's not just because they don't have it liquid. <laughs> that's because they just don't have. it. They don't have it. Yeah. But but on top of that, I'm talking about like like physical currency. Mm-hmm. Most people probably don't have a thousand bucks on them, right? And and when you start thinking about that, it's kind of to me. There's something a little unsettling about that. Yeah. About the fact that I have I have money. I put money into IRAs. I put money into my savings. I put money into mutual funds. Whatever. But at the end of the day, like, <laughs> if if someone wants to tell me I don't have that anymore, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I just know it would not be good. I would not be in a good place. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I wanted to look this up because uh, I noticed it right after the announcement. Um, so gold and silver. Um, they, they were both up today, but uh, gold has gotten the closest it's gotten to crossing the $2,000 per ounce. Wow. Threshold. Wow. Um, And I, I, this was the one that kind of shocked me in over the course of like two days silver went up over five percent mm. um, and it it's it's now comfortably resting over 25 dollars an ounce Interesting. Let me, let me put that in perspective for you everybody I bought a ton of silver five or six years ago yeah, I remember that and I was I was paying 14 15 16 dollars an ounce yeah and at the time I was like Whoa a lot of money this this feels this feels expensive yeah and now i'm like really happy with myself sure wish i would have bought more right um and and i I almost doubled it's yeah it's almost doubled and you know i'm I'm looking at it going that may not be a bad price to buy yeah because it's probably if they keep doing this it's probably just going to keep going up going up yeah well it's gonna yeah we'll have to well, I mean, like in, in, in American dollar terms, it will absolutely have to, mm-hmm. because if our currency gets devalued, it's going to take more to buy. So, like, right. necessarily the price will go It'll up. It'll have to. Yep. Um, Interestingly enough, pass through some gold mines in Honduras. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They can still find gold up there. That's cool. Yeah. So... Well, and then, so we, we have some, uh, Forbes released some some housing predictions that's related to some of this kind of stuff. Um, so, the the average, uh, so in, in regards to home sales. Yeah. Because all of this stuff affects that. And one of the things that actually drives the American economy is home sales. This, this is why this subject is, for us at least, an interesting one. Because and we keep coming back to real estate. Right. There's a reason we keep coming back to real estate. And it's not just because we're the homeowner show. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, well, it is it is. at the core of what this show is about. It is. I mean, like but owning still, a home. It's about owning the home. And it's like, what are you going to be able to do to own the home? Right. So the, I mean, just, and this, these are just straight numbers from LendingTree the, on the average uh, mortgage. So the, the average mortgage, uh, Fixed rate thirty year loan right now is is going for 638 percent okay on, on the rate fifteen year note is five point seven five and then a five one arm is six point five um so and the average loan amount this one, uh, is two hundred twenty five thousand really yeah that I mean that actually seems a little high. For high for a loan, yeah. I mean, when you talk about averages, yeah. I mean, I think about the first house that I bought. Well, and I, I think, I think you obviously you have a lot of, uh, you know, diamonds out there. Sure, of course. That skew the numbers. Of course, you know. Uh, so that that doesn't sound that doesn't sound too far off for me. Um, for I mean, for if you if you are thinking in terms of like homes like being three twos. Sure. I, I think across the U.S., that's not a terrible average considering the market that we've been in. Con, that's the point. Um, considering the market we've been in, because I would say five years ago, a three two that was maybe 1,800, 2,000 square feet. Yeah, average America, I would think 175. That's kind of, yeah. And so I think that whenever you start looking at and maybe that's why that number is at 225. Is it just because of the skewed numbers of the sure. $2.5 million homes or yeah. whatever? Um which by the way, did you see the uh did you see that uh motocross? I don't know if it's motocross, but the uh the dirt bike track. Oh, and that's over, up for sale? It's up for sale. It's like six and a half million six or six something. Six point nine. Yeah. Okay. Six point nine million. It's, it, it's a pretty com- good size, but like it is but it's, it's re- completely in a floodplain. Oh like, yeah. Like that thing that thing I've through. seen that thing flood so many times. Oh yeah. Um it's only good for what it is. I mean really dirt bike track and, it, and skiing. That's right. Yeah. That's all it's good for. I mean, even even the buildings that they have on there, they've all been flooded. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, it's just, I just wanted to, if you had seen, but. I did see it went up for sale. Yeah. That's commercial. So that didn't count in what we're talking about. It's commercial. It's highway frontage. It's a massive size of property. It's 197 acres or something. I mean, about the only other thing that you could do with it is a gun range. Yeah. And you could, you could do a pretty impressive like skeet shooting. Sure. uh, Clay, clay thing out there. Yeah. Um, but we have those yeah, right right it would have, it'd have to be it, like really good well I mean like and you would have to completely redo everything to make it work for that so you're not yeah. only talking about like this six almost seven million dollars to buy the property, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have to invest another two million yeah to get it to re- to do something like that, right. so it's almost you know clear Here, here's the thing, man is it the, if the business was killing it for what it is, they uh-huh. wouldn't be selling it. Sure. So it clearly doesn't work. Right. Like very well, unless the only, well, the only There's way- also some, there's also some stuff going on with the owner. <laughs> is that, is that what's going on? As no. From what I understand, there's okay. a little bit of a uh, legal thing um, going on okay. with him. But, but, but like the, the only way I could see a property like that working really well is if you had a big name behind it. Sure. You know, yeah, you you start putting a name behind a, like a dirt bike. Right, if you Race. had like an X Games guy yeah. that came in and bought it, he yeah. was like, "Hey, this is gonna be Tony like Hawk my- buys that thing yeah. or something," you know? Like- yeah. Then it then it then it becomes a theme park. Sure, it does. You know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I doubt it. I mean, like, nobody, everybody. That, if Dave Mirra comes in and buys it, like who's that? <laughs> he's a BMX guy. He's, okay, but like guy like like that, the, the, that's their thing. Yeah. You know, I guess. But, but like guy, guys like that, I don't know that they necessarily want to be in Texas probably like not. especially right now where it's like 104 oh degrees outside gosh. today was brutal it's the worst it's brutal, brutal. yeah i my, yep. my I don't know about yours but like my dogs uh-huh like every time i see them they're like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like dude, I'm sorry. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I'm trying I've We've got little pools for him to get in and stuff. Yeah. Like like my my Bernedoodle like hates the water. My Golden Doodle's like, "Give me all the water." My Bernedoodle <laughs> will have to like put into a pool or something to cool her off every once in a while. Uh oh my gosh, it's so freaking hot. It's crazy. Crazy how hot it so is. So, have you have you heard about splooting? Uh no, I don't think so. No. So, it's it's this phenomenon with squirrels. Oh. When it gets so hot, you'll actually see him on the ground, like splayed out. Oh. Like this. And, uh-huh. they're, and people, they're always like, anytime it gets this time of year and it gets like up in the hundreds, uh-huh. there's always like these reports that come out. It's like, that squirrel's not dead. He's just splooting. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's <laughs> trying to cool off. <laughs> you haven't seen pictures of this? No, but all I know is the people from Louisiana are just like, that's the best time to get them things. Right. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, people. You hey, know I'm right. Yeah, no. Okay. Like dude, my, my son is intent on going squirrel hunting. Oh really? Yeah. Like we we just went out and kind of sighted in his twenty two. So <laughs> okay, we that's awesome. We bought um we bought Steve Ranella's new book. Oh, okay. Uh, Catch a Crayfish Count the Stars. Uh-huh. Have, have I shown it to you? No. I'll show it to you after this. It's it's an activity book for kids outdoors. Oh, cool. And, and so it's like all these things that you can do. And like, it's, it's thick, man. It's like, really? Yeah. And it's like all pictures and like instructions and stuff. And like one of the things is skin and a squirrel. Interesting. And he's like, uh, so I, I told all my kids, we bought the book. Uh, shout out to Steve Ranella, Fantastic book. Uh, my kids are huge fans. They watch meat eater and like, just, uh, yeah, they love listening to the trivia show that they sure. do. Um, and uh, so I told all my kids, I was like, "Hey, I bought you this book. Uh, I I want you to each pick out one thing that you want all of us to do together this summer." Um, and so, like, my son, like, he was like, "Well, I want to do this one or this one." And I was like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because it'll gross up my sisters." <laughs> That's the best thing ever. And it was skinning a squirrel or gutting a fish. <laughs> And I was like, do you you really want to do that? He goes, no, I just want to see them have to do it. (laughs) I was like, you know you have to do this too, right? He's like, I know it's worth it. (laughs) He's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong. And I don't know, your youngest, I think she'd probably be all about it. Uh, Well, I don't know, man. Really? Oh, yeah. She fusses at me about my job all the time. She's like, you know those are living creatures that God. God created. And I'm like, yes, I know that. Right. It's still my job. And and they're what like, it's like awful. Daddy? It's like, <laughs> like that's the like Daddy? you know Daddy? Oh, I see it. Don't you know?
1: Gosh. Like
0: I, can, I see the attitude. Like as you're saying that, yeah. I, I see it visually in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I know, they're horrible well, creatures. Well at the same time the other day I watched her stalk a giant grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of giant grasshoppers, let me tell you, uh-huh. they got like like wolf eating grasshoppers in in Honduras. Oh, really? I'm not, I'm not kidding you, dude. Like this big. Those are the ones people are eating. Oh, they're definitely because they're. I mean, I'm not kidding you. They're four or five inches long. But yeah, they and they huge. They're huge, and they when they start like flapping, mm-hmm. like they well, have they a hard have, time flying because they're so big. They have, they're so big. Their but bodies their wings that come out of those huge. things. Huge. Yeah, and they're like red. So like. The like harpers, The wings are red or the grasshoppers are red? Well, some of them are or some of the they're kind of a either a green or a brown. Uh-huh. But it's kind of a reddish tint brown and whenever they, the wings come out the wings are red. Interesting. And uh I need to go see this. Man, they are massive. Um mm. I've got a picture of one somewhere. The other thing I got a picture uh, Have you seen those um They're like a leaf a leaf bug, a leaf bug, but they're huge. they look and mimic they, they look like and mimic a leaf, and so like the way, the way they move they like they like flutter just a little bit as if they were like blowing in the wind. okay, It's pretty cool. huh yeah I'll, sh- I'll show you a picture when we're done. interesting. so no. yeah, we are way off the topic. no that's fine. I mean I think I think we, <laughs> we kind of covered it. Okay. I mean, uh, Forbes is basically saying like, hey, when's the bottom going to drop out of this thing? Yeah. Like something's been propping it up. We don't know what it is. Um, And a lot of people are still calling for like a commercial real estate bubble to pop. Yeah. Um, Which, who knows, man. Um, One one of the things that they did say is that uh, purchase applications have increased for the third consecutive week, and it's talking about this month, um, or not, I think, I guess that was last month. Uh, purchase applications increased for the third consecutive week to the highest level of activity since early May, Mm. but they're still 20% lower than a year ago. Wow. Um, 20% is quite a bit. Yeah. And and so even though you've seen them week over week increase, and I think part of that is people are beginning to adjust to the idea like these are the interest rates. It's really not going to change you know, sure, and and so it's just become normalized, and so people as people like accept it. They're like, well, like, like you were saying before, I got to move anyway, got to move anyway, You're just gonna have to bite the bullet and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, you, at, at the end of the day, at some point you got to go. Well, I've just got to do it. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't wait forever, and and for and look, when we were looking to purchase the house that we purchased mm-hmm. a, year, a little over a year ago. We had we had a lot of people that were like, "Man, you're crazy. Sure, you're crazy to sell right now because yes, you got a lot of money for your house, but what are you going to turn around and buy?" And we're like, well, "Look, we're trying to figure it out." But the way we looked at it, like our kids are not getting younger. That part of the reason we want to move where we want to move is we want to get our kids a little bit of space, a little bit of room. Yeah, we want to give them some some things we wanted them as well. And it's like at some point you just got to make a move. Mm-hmm. You got to do it if you can and. If that means you have to buy less than what you really thought you could buy, you got to, I mean, you said it. You would rather have the land than the house. Like, figure out what you want, and something's going to be out there. It's yeah. just, you may have to search for it. But I, 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 I will confess, I am odd in this regard. Like, I don't mind, like, buying a crap hole if I get sure. the land that I want. I at the end of the day, the, the house is worth pennies in comparison to land. And it will well, this, always be. This was like one of our first fights as like a married couple. Like I, tr- I literally tried to move this into a shack. I <laughs> believe that. And it, 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 she was like, I'm not living in that thing. I was like, I'll make it fine. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be great. We'll and it, was, it was like on two and a half acres. And it was like the most we could afford. Sure. I just wanted the land. Right. And she was like, I'm not living in that thing. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I... I vent- she won. She won. Yeah. But, like, I, I told her, I was like, you win, but, like, in we made a deal. I was like, look, I will do this. I will buy this hell hole of a neighborhood property. Yeah. I'm not staying here longer than 5 years. Right. I'm building equity and I'm getting out, right? And she's like, that's fine. That's fine. Let's do that. She she lived up to her word. Yeah. Um and and so and like it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had to do. Sure. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and, and here's the thing: once you've lived on land, it' like going back to a neighborhood. Yeah, like I, and, I, and I, this that is what she will tell you now, like because she never did. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, my wife uh, either. And, you know, and now she's like, she's like, look, we can't move. Right. She, the only way you're getting me to move is if I get more land. More land. And I'm like, I know. Uh-huh. I'm right there with you. Exactly. Yeah, it's it, it is really funny. I mean, like, we were driving through a neighborhood. Um, not too long. It's a really nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We were driving through this neighborhood, and I was going, "I, I would hate living here. <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely hate living here." Uh, and it was, it was a neighborhood. It was a neighborhood right next to my house, uh-huh. and they've got multiple million dollar homes in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But there is a section of it that is just house, 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 and I'm right. like, I don't, I, I would hate that. Right. I would not want that. I, I will, But that's me. I will say this. The the I I grew up in both as a kid. Okay. I grew up in little tiny neighborhoods and then I as when I got to be a teenager we, we had land. Yeah. Um not a whole lot, but some land. Yeah. Um for my younger kids, land has been harder mm. because there's not as many kids to oh, like sure. Play in the street with, it and definitely and, changes that, and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have to be a little bit more intentional about that yep. kind of stuff. So that's been hard, and yep. it, it, it's also like when I was, but like you know, the, the thing is, when I was a kid, it wasn't a big deal for my parents to let me take my bicycle and then go around and down a few streets and go play in the woods. Not at all. I would never in a million years let my kids do that now. Nope. Nope. Like it's just, it's just. I, I got freaked out today when I lost sight of them in academy. Yeah you know? know no i get it and and i'm not saying i don't i don't think that you know th- there's this big deal with the film that just came out the oh, sound yeah. of freedom uh-huh. you know and i i don't think that the message that that film is portraying is a bad one at all oh sure you know it's it's bringing to it's light awareness. a truth sure. that's been existing in our country and in other countries for years, years. and you know being aware of that kind of stuff, like I have for a long time, for some, because of some organizations that I work with, like it freaks me out to not be near my children. Yep, when I'm out in public. Yep, um, just because I know bad stuff can happen so fast. Yep, uh, but you know, so property gives me that insulation, but it also, I, and like, it isolates too. But like, what I mean, what at the end of the at the end of the day. Even if I lived in a neighborhood where they were like I would want to be outside watching my kids play. Oh and yeah. Be where they not to helicopter, but you know, to like just to make sure that there's not any weirdos around. No, I know. We and we we just came from a neighborhood like that. Yeah. And honestly, we loved the neighborhood that we were in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt like I had to be outside with them all the time. And now, um I don't feel like that. Right. They can go outside. They know not to leave the property. Yep. And and I'm happy. I just know they're I know they're okay. The thing, the thing that I do agree with though, and, and I was talking to, to one of our friends today. They're they're trying to sell their house and buy another one. And, and and she was like, Look, I just realized she she's she stayed at our house before. And she's like, Look, I I just realized that I as much as I like the idea of living out a little bit, and as much as I like the idea of having land, she said, I like to be five minutes from the grocery store, and I like knowing that my kids can go next door and play with their friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, those are two valid things. And there are two things that I have sacrificed in order to live where I live. You're exactly right. I I have this one valid thing. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Five minutes drive to the grocery store. But that's that's what she wants. Sure. Okay. And so for like, her, that's a for her it's valid. Like for me, I I've come to grips with it. I don't care that much. Uh-huh. But for her, that's a big deal. So okay, great. To each their own, right? No, some people are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like look, I mean, like okay, like when when we moved in the property that we're at now, people were like, "What the? What's wrong with you?" You, there's nothing close to you. I'm like, what? What's far away from me that I don't that I need? There's, actually, y'all are way closer to stuff than we are. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so like, if you position yourself properly, you can you can get what you need. Sure. and, you know, and stuff's gonna come to us. Like, I'm, <laughs> where I'm sorry. We're at. You know, like to to trade a twelve thousand square foot lot for a four acre lot. Yeah. For five minutes of grocery time, worth it. No. Nah. <laughs> because at the I'm end sorry. of the day, guess how many grocery stores I have to pass. Every single day to do pretty much anything. Yeah. I got to pass all of them. And and like, okay, so like I actually like going to the grocery store. I do too. My wife hates going to the grocery store. I like it. She hasn't been to the grocery store, I bet you, in over two years. Why does she need to? She doesn't. She curbsides everything. Exactly. She's like, I don't want to go in. Yeah. She doesn't have to. I don't think I told you a story. I had a lady not too long. This was probably, I say not too long. This was probably five or six years ago. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh. And and she said something. I, I told her I was like, "Yeah, we're going to do uh, grocery pickup." And uh, we, it's kind of a little bit newer, five or six years ago. I mean, people were doing it all over, but it was right. still somewhat new. And uh, and she goes, "I just don't like that grocery pickup for young families." And I said, "What well, for young families? Why?" And she goes, "Well, you need to teach your kids the how to act whenever they're in a grocery store." And I said. Why? And she goes, well, because they need to understand that when there are other people around, they act a certain way. I said, what makes you think they're ever going to go to a grocery store? Like, (laughs) Why do they need to go to a grocery store ever? It's a black tie event. Kevin. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't see your point. Well, like I, like I I understand like that your children need to understand how to behave in public, in and public. I agree with her yeah. on that. But her reasoning of the grocery store, like, I don't. Yeah, the grocery like, store is not the line in the sand. No, I'm like the the, the to, grocery I'm store sorry. literally will come to me. <laughs> I don't take need, them to church. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I like there are plenty of other places. This is. And believe most of the not, people there are willing to correct your children for you. That's right. <laughs> and believe it or not, that's where I was when we were having the conversation. He's right there. You want to spank him? That's right. I mean, he's your responsibility. He's now. probably thinking about something he shouldn't. Right. <laughs> Go get him. Go get him. <laughs> Knock yourself out. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just thought it was a like like you said it was a funny it was a funny way to come about it because the grocery store is where they need to learn how to behave in public. I'm like, lady, look, I. I hear what you're saying. I I get it. Yeah, but I just don't think they're going to go to the that grocery is really, store that much. That's not where I thought that was going. I really thought it was like they need to know how to pick out a good banana. <laughs> no, <But it's, laughs> no, because again, Which to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I can I can get behind that. Like you right. need to know how to pick out produce. That's fine. Well, yeah, because the people that are getting it for you in the pickup they don't know what suck. they're doing. They do not know what they're doing. They couldn't care less what they give you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, listen, if you own a grocery store. H E am looking at you. Um, Because they're listening right now. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, You you need to hire... Whenever you hire these pickers, I think that's what they're called. I think so. Pickers. Whenever you hire the pickers, please, I don't care what else you teach them, teach them how to pick good produce. And you will have a higher success rate. Well, let me me ask you this, because I think this is is an interesting one. Would you rather them be better at picking produce? Or meat? Or meat. I mean, I... Look, I think that here's the thing. I think if you learn to become a good produce picker, uh-huh. then meat's going to be pretty simple. Really? Yeah. I mean, because I think that there's so many nuances in all the different types of produce that out that's out there. Uh-huh. I mean, between a, a lot. Li- I mean, a lime. Goodness gracious! It's hard to pick a lime if you don't know. What you're talking. A, a watermelon. Come on. Yeah. Like people don't know how to pick a watermelon. Um, like even even. I don't know onions and different. Thing. There, there's all different things. You come to meat and it's like, okay, learn the different cuts of meat mm-hmm. and learn what makes one thing better than the other. Now here's here's what would be the kicker for me is if we could like start making requests mm-hmm. about the type of meat that I want. Okay, like pick me out a piece of meat that's this. Okay, like this thickness or, you know this color or whatever, like, it, like this amount of marbling, mm-hmm. you want to start going down that road. If you can do that and you could have people that would actually get you that type of thing. Oh, I yeah. think you, well, it's like game changer. With, with beef and pork and chicken, I don't know that it's all that complicated, but like if you have somebody picking your seafood out, oh. like I, I, seafood to me is a little bit more nuanced. Yeah. I, you definitely, ha- you definitely got a point with, with seafood. Once you go seafood, you're, yeah, it becomes pretty tough. I mean, especially with fish. There's no going back on no. a bad piece of fish, no. man. Like 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 shellfish, you can kind of get away with. Yeah. It. <laughs> but but fish, yeah, Ugh. it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough. Yeah, I would rather go f- catch it myself <laughs> and eat it. Yeah, but not. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Yeah, I know. The well, and like the I, the thing I. Um, a lot of people I don't, I don't think realize is these grocery stores they don't really don't make money off the curbside stuff. No, I mean they're they're actually I from what I understand they're still providing it because it's such a popular service. Yeah, but they're losing money.
1: Yeah, by well, doing because,
0: it, not, they're still making the money, pro- but they're not making as much money sure. as they were before. The prices are slightly higher. Yep. Uh, we all know that's the case, but slightly higher compared to the amount of money they're paying the pickers. I just don't see that, that that's not going to even right. out very very yeah. quickly, you know. Yeah. So All right, man, we've 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 gone wide yeah. and narrow. We sure have. I think we covered it tonight. I think we have. All right. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening, for tuning into today's episode. If you haven't already, go like and subscribe to all of our channels, uh YouTube, Facebook, and over there on iTunes. Click us. Oh, reliable. Give us, (laughs) that's right. Give us a five-star rating and review. We really, really appreciate that. But more than anything, tell tell your friends about us. And uh, yeah, just keep tuning in every Tuesday. We're here all the time. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya.